we um, planned quite some time ago was pretty excited to get up into it in that Dundee region. My two boys, myself and a friend from Perth, we were fishing um, various areas of Finnis and then south down to the parent. We were coming back literally on the last day, having very carefully handled and returned fish to the water. Uh, my little one very, very concerned about making sure they get in the water quickly. And we saw a big flock of, of, um, of birds diving. We got pretty excited thinking we were going to see some long-tailed tuna. We got ready to cast our jigs and stuff into the, what we thought was a you know, big tuna bust-up. And all we saw were extensive current lines full of dead fish. The thing that was quite profound about it was that initially the excitement of, wow, there must be a big tuna school turned into, well, there's no bait schools here. This is a mass kill. They were not uh, singular. They were multiple lines. So they were large current lines which were trending perpendicular to the coast. And so these long lines of, of dead fish were trailing back. Um, literally, when I was standing on the bow of the boat to get visibility, I couldn't see the end of the lines. With the skipper, who's a 30-year veteran of those waters, he'd never seen anything like it. But when we were traversing perpendicular across these lines, we were hitting multiple current lines, and every now and again these current lines would break up and you'd see fish just scattered, but otherwise they were very constrained. And your concern was that there was a big commercial fishing boat nearby. Can you describe that vessel? We could see on the horizon, somewhere north of the Perrin Islands and up towards Dundee, boat parked off there and and you could see it had the twin booms and the skip said oh yeah that's probably a prawn trawler you know if you've seen these things off um, the northern Queensland coast or the northern Australian coast it, it had all the looks of a prawn trawler but the point was it was there for many days it hung around and on the day in particular question where he was parked in the morning was probably on the same northing as to where we started seeing fish lines, but all the fish were roughly the same size. They were probably 90% one species. One of the, the fish we picked up had a what looked like a perpendicular cut mark through the back of the tail, so you could see it, it was bleeding perpendicular as if it had been cut by nylon. There was clearly a lot of evidence. I mean, the skipper that was on our vessel, is, he's a 30-year veteran, and he said, this is bycatch. My little one is eight. He's a, he's a little conservationist, right? What, what type of hooks you use, circle hooks, J-hooks. So when this was happening, he was just, you know, almost on the verge of tears. In fact, he was just saying, this is so wrong, that small fish. Look how many have been killed. We, you know, um, and the other thing about it is the guides that looked after us had prepped us in the beginning about the process that they follow to make sure that fish are looked after. So it was such a contradiction to see what looked to me like thousands and thousands of dead fish, all roughly the same size. These boats must have sounders that can differentiate fish types, where if there's a massive school of fish of this size, you don't drop your net. I'd be amazed if that technology doesn't exist. And it's, oh, look, I acknowledge it's conjecture, but all I'm saying is it's not every day you go into the ocean and see such a mass kill of fish, right? It just doesn't happen every day and begs the question. How is it possible that we have rules which say that if you're a fisherman, you catch and release certain size because you're there to protect the fishery? And it's a wonderful fishery. But yet somebody can drop a net. And I know these things don't happen on purpose. Sometimes they happen. Clearly there must be a rule that says whether it's bait fish or a high-prize angling fish, 
It's part of the ecosystem. Something lives off something. It's all connected, right? Mm. And if you see lines of dead fish that go for five, six, seven hundred meters, right, and there are multiple lines of them, something's wrong, right? This can't be acceptable. Adrian Laird is the projects manager for the Northern Prawn Fishery. Is this bycatch? From what I understand, yes, it, it probably is. Um, we do know there were vessels operating in the area over the last few days, so uh, it is possible that it's come from the NPF. So the sort of numbers that you're seeing in that video, it's not that often. We've, we have bycatch reduction devices um, in the net, they're mandatory. They've been mandatory for almost 20 years. To get this sort of level, it doesn't happen very often. It occasionally happens when a boat um, has hit a mark of fish instead of prawns. Big quantities, not seen too often. I mean, it is a prawn trawl fishery, so we do catch by catch. We're certainly not saying that we don't. We do a lot of work to try and reduce that. Uh, but yes, we have non-target species that are caught. With their plotters, um, they are they can generally detect it, but occasionally they look the same. In 2015, the industry implemented a bycatch strategy to reduce the bycatch, the small fish bycatch, by 30%. So over the last few years, industry has developed new devices that are a lot more effective than what we did have. And so they are reducing bycatch of um, the 40 to 45%. We started a phase in last year of these new devices where. Um, the, they were mandatory in half of the vessel's nets. That continues this year with full implementation next year to reduce the small fish bycatch, exactly what um, is shown in that video. They're the sort of fish that respond really well to these devices. The phase-in is mandatory from the 1st of August um, so that that particular, those boats wouldn't have that, that spot. But we do understand it's a bad look. But we would really like the wreck fishers and the general public to understand the sort of regulation the fishery is under to reduce any impacts and to assess any potential impacts. So the fishery is um, has risk assessment under the federal legislation, fisheries legislation, as well as assessments under environmental legislation for any interactions with protected species. We've also been accredited under the Marine Stewardship Council Assessment Third Party Accreditation on our sustainability. The fishery has been determined to be a sustainable fishery with, no, with very little impact on these species. Where the trawlers were, they are allowed to fish there and they were fishing with the correct devices that they are required to use.